who is the comedian? Let's see, Andy Dick's in trouble right now. Is he again? Uh, he got oh, no. he got booted from some movie because he was sexually harassing people on set. Oh, did they have they never heard of Andy Dick? Did they blind cast that's him for that fucking movie? People, that's what a lot of people said. They're like, "Do you know who you hired?" I mean, like, is that victim blaming, or is that like, you know? Because I mean, it, it's fucking Andy Dick. It seems like he spent thirty years building that. I know. Are we recording right now? Yes, we are. Oh, we're still Mark Marin. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't. I mean, I wasn't going to start it from there. I can. No, it's beautiful. That's Thank funny, you. Though, welcome. Right? Yeah, welcome to. <laughs> All right. So this is episode four of Bless Your Heart. So welcome to episode four of Bless Your Heart, starting at four minutes. I'm going to put that, that beginning conversation about Andy Dick. I'm going to start with that. Well, I'll tag Dino when this goes live and he can show it to Dandy, Andy and show that we advocated for him. Yeah, we were like, do you not know who? Well, he even said, Andy Dick even said, um, I've, like, the shit I did, I did when I was blackout drunk and I'm sober, so uh, I'm sorry. You know? yeah. Like <laughs> it's well, let's rank Robert. You know, have you met Robert Gresham? No. His son is uh, a nonverbal art- autistic uh, okay. who likes uh, to be naked and to grab people's nipples. <laughs> and it's just—I mean, it's well. I mean, what are you going to do? It's an unfortunate yeah. habit. It's—I mean, it's just. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, you're going to put him down. Mm, no. It's not. You know. Yeah. It's not. I mean, it's just that's how it is. You can't. You know. You would. You know. Rose Kennedy. That thing. Uh, that's. That's. You know. He doesn't have that kind of money. <laughs> I don't even know oh, if they do that terrible. anymore. That's terrible. Oh, oh, like what they did to Ro- oh yeah, Rosemary. What didn't? Uh, what they do? They give her um, lobotomy. Lobotomy. I almost said a vasectomy. Lobotomy for basically being like Rose a red- Kennedy got yeah. a vasectomy. Well, they actually. Here's it. That's kind of part of it. That's a whole. That's they were. She was just acting like a twenty year old. What was she doing? Like going out. Partying, fucking a little bit, maybe. I mean, she was. It was you know, it was the thirties. So she was doing. She was doing boy things as a girl. Is the problem? Well, I mean, you know, women did that stuff too. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm I, just saying that in a high profile family, yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to be tolerated. Well, yeah, it's as much. They let that they would they, they they would hire people to let cover up that Kennedy boys doing the things that they lobotomize her for doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so. yeah. Because I mean, why didn't they lobotomize Ted? You know, yeah, I killed a guy, man. He drowned that woman. That's just. The whole thing. We have a comic, by the way, who comes to the hot box here at the 3607 Southwest Corbett Avenue, downtown Portland, Oregon, uh, who is actually a Kennedy. Oh, yeah. And I went in on the Kennedys one night without knowing that. And uh, I said, but you're not one of those. He's like, he's looking in his face like, oh, shit, you're, you're really, so you're related to all that. This person, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me annihilate your family now. Well, he's like, he's not rich, so I don't think he's done any of that horrible shit. All the rich ones are the ones that seem to be up to the worst stuff. You know what? There's always going to be that part of your family, though, that's like... I mean, not everybody manages their money perfectly, you know, so probably one side of that family just, you know, screwed it all up, and there you go. Boat rights, there's two different branches. There's ones with W's, and there's ones like me, and the W ones tend to have better retention to that money. Uh, mine you know, did not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think anybody in my family ever had <laughs> no. money. Well, so if you go back far enough. You know, maybe, maybe somebody over and I, I, it look, well, it's like we were, you were talking about, um, heritage and that sort of thing out earlier. Um, mine is, uh, and I did the, did, I, you, you came in kind of halfway through my jokes last week. So I, I did the 23 me. This is no lie. I literally am British, Irish, and Scottish, almost like evenly. Did you get any of that Mongolia though? No. Everybody. Oh my, you didn't have any Mongolia. Nope. My husband does, but I don't. I have like 
0.01% African, mm-hmm. 0.01% uh, Chinese. And, and, and I, I was joking with them and I was like, well, it looks like somebody, cause I, I'm notoriously, uh, I notoriously hate the heat. Mm-hmm. I told Damon, I was like, somebody in Africa was like, fuck this heat, <laughs> left, met a Chinese person and they just kept going until they hit England. And when they were like, oh yeah, this is good. This is good. And then right. that was, that's where all my people came from. <laughs> there had to be like, I mean, every every type of person that is around today has had to have existed. I heard somebody say on, uh, I was watching a rerun of The Green Room. You ever watch The Green Room? Wait a minute, that was an odd statement. Everybody that exists today. Every type of person that exists, like every personality type. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like tourists had to exist, even if it was just going like 20 miles west, because oh, that sure. might have been a big trip. But you're like, oh my God, over... You know, just a, a half a day's walk up the river. We don't, uh, we don't, we don't wash our our half severed skull dishes uh, in the in the community water. We bring water. That's Came amazing that you do it. Like that's a weird thing, right? <laughs> like like when people frame it like, um, oh, is that how they do it in Blasey Blah? Is a completely different question than so in Blasey Blah. How do they do it? You know, there's. Yeah, and which is also different from when in Rome. When in Rome, oh yeah, so. which doesn't make any sense. Those people don't. You know, when in Rome, you get pickpocketed a lot by gypsies. Apparently, everything I've read. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought, well, see, because I'm from Rome. When in oh, yeah, Rome, Rome, Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when in Rome, when in Rome, uh, get the canned peanuts. They're three for a dollar on special at the Piggly Wiggly. Uh, get the canned ones; they're better. The best blood peanuts are canned. You know what? The, I like I, a mushy. You know they don't do this out here. Like I've seen people sell like oranges and fruit and stuff on the side of the road out here, but I've never seen anybody with boiled peanuts out here. And there used to be an old man in Rome. And I, I, I can see his face in my head because we used to have this like Founders Day festival on the mm-hmm. waterfront, and uh, you know what? This bless your heart is not <laughs> going according to plan at all. We're gonna get we're gonna get to the topic in just a second. As in soon as we're talking about boiled peanuts, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you need to know about the boiled peanuts. Well, and if you know about the boiled peanuts, there was I think it was the same man that the at the uh, Founders Day festival that would make the hot apple cider in a giant like cast iron. Oh. Yeah. Probably and just disease-ridden. Who cares? It right, but that's why we're strong. Yeah. Well, that's why everybody in Rome is so healthy, probably. We all came, we all have, like, the same, like, herd immunity so like that we earned. Yeah, you don't, you don't, <laughs> swamp people don't need to vaccinate. Like, <laughs> like, you don't vaccinate swamp people, you vaccinate against swamp people. <laughs> like, is, yeah, you're right, yeah. That's an amniocentesis can tell you if you're having a swamp baby. Uh... <laughs> You know, interesting enough, though, you can't. What you can't detect at birth is is was what Hogwarts house you'd be in. That's true. <laughs> now, do you know what Hogwarts house you're in? Well, I uh, we talked we we talked about this. Mm-hmm. I I do feel like I get because I like dark colors, which mm-hmm. is more to do with being colorblind and insecure than anything else. Uh, which is also also I like to undermine myself because I have dandruff and like to wear black. I like to walk around humble constantly. Um, and being bald and having dandruff is already an accomplishment. Ah. Yeah, it's his face. It's like for my beard, I think. Um, oh. Or just maybe it's other people's. I don't know if they throw it at me when I'm not looking. Just people walk up and yeah. shake their could head be, at you. I yeah. would be the best fucking con of all time is to just convince me I have dandruff when I don't. <laughs> like, I'm just people shedding their skin on me. Um, but yeah, I really think that we got to get misread, mis- mischaracterized. I do seem dour, but it's just, I'm just, I'm not thinking I'm a very just mellow guy, right? I'm a very optimistic person. I'm very... I think if anybody listened to my the last appearance of, uh, on this show, they could tell I'm a real upbeat, happy. Oh, guy. totally, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm not. A, I'm not a Slytherin at all. Uh, I'm I wouldn't. A Slytherin. Not a, you're a Slytherin, mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. You're a blonde Slytherin. You're like, oh my god, you're you're fucking Draco Malfoy. <laughs> 
Um, How flattery will get you everywhere. Did somebody say Draco Malfoy? Oh my um, very Potter musical shout out to uh, Star Kid Potter. Darren Chris, call me. Return my calls. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I am absolutely just a goth Hufflepuff. Okay. Uh, 100%. I am, a, I am... If I wasn't optimistic, I wouldn't get up in the morning. I mean... You know. Yeah, we'll see. And that's why I have trouble getting out of bed some days. Some days I'm not optimistic enough to get out of bed. And if you don't have, any, if you're, if you don't have anything that you're driving towards, there's no reason to get out of bed. So that's why Slytherins get depression. Because no, they, have, they have to have something to drive towards. Even if it's just crushing that shitty little kid Harry Potter. And exactly. Oh he, we lost our house elf because of that kid. <laughs> he, oh, you're missing a sock too. Yeah. What's the deal with these house elves finding <laughs> one sock? You know, okay, so the whole reason that we decided to get back together to do this is I wanted to talk to you about something I found online called Snape Wives. Have you heard about this? No, and I, I was gonna I was gonna look it up. You mentioned Snape Wives to me and, and I, I did have the option of course of you know, I felt like cheating and reading up on Snape Wives and coming up with a bunch of shit to say about Snape Wives. But then I said, you know, that seems entirely too career driven and professional. Um <laughs> <laughs> but what I wanted to do is I wanted to form some uh, some opinions about it and present mm-hmm. those to you and see how close I came. And this is based on the name. Right. Of course, my familiarity with Severus Snape. A couple of clues. You told me that this goes back to prior to the films. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also there's a thing called, and this is what I think a Snape wife is. This is what I'm going to base it on. There's a thing called a Spiner Femme. Have you ever heard of the Spiner Femmes? No. Do you know who Brent Spiner is? Yes, I do. Okay. So Spiner Femmes. And as far as I know, it's like one lady who just started, because you, know, you can start oh, okay. a Facebook group and just call, you know, and pluralize the shit out of yourself if you want. The ape rapers? Yeah. You join your own Facebook group, it's like two members. Um, <laughs> she has a thing called Spiner Femmes. This is from the film Trekkies, the documentary film Trekkies. Mm-hmm. And she's a devotee of Brent Spiner to the point where she bought a house overlooking the canyon and where he lives. So I think, wow. yeah, I think a Snape wife is something like that, but like also like a fish wife. Which is somebody who sells fish. It's a loud woman who sells fish. A loud, okay. Well, they say they were loud because you've got to get rid of that fish quickly. Well, yeah. That's, right? It's just narcissistic. It's like it's a funny stereotype, but it actually makes <laughs> sense. So I think a Snape wife is a woman who is devoted uh, or a person who identifies at least in the role of wife. Mm-hmm. I don't want to gender box that. Uh, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a partner to Snape, somebody who finds Snape a sympathetic character, which is fairly easy to do because mm-hmm. he's an asshole and we are all assholes. And so we want to feel good about ourselves. So we right. project our... So we uh, make him a worse asshole. We, we pity him the way mm-hmm. we wish we were pitied. So yeah. am I anywhere in the ballpark of a Snape wife? Yeah, you're close. You're very, very close. Nice. So so it turns out that back in the 90s, uh, there were group, there was a group of women. Oh, and don't let me forget. I want to come back to groupie names. I have one for my groupies. <laughs> anyway, so... And I'll explain why I chose what I chose. Okay, so... Basically, I've done no reading up on this and know about as much as you do. But what I do know is it was this group of women women in the 90s. And they wrote, like, fan fiction and took pictures of themselves and, like, photoshopped, like... Like couple pictures of like with Snape, so him standing there looking brooding, and you know with their and them standing there with their hand up on his chest, you know. And wait, are these like guys in cosplay? No, are these like the Harlequin romance novel type covers, like Fabio? Yeah, it's it's that kind of thing. But what they did was they took actual photographs of Snape, and then actual then posed themselves and took photographs of themselves to fit that picture. But wait, where were they getting photographs of Snape? Offline. But no, but he's not a real person. 
No, I'm well. They're actually using pictures of the from the movie. Oh, so, oh, so okay, okay. So this is where I was confused because the thing went because so it, at some point after the inception of it, I guess so. Yeah, I guess you're they right. They started doing, but I'll bet that they were doing because here's the thing: deviant art goes back to the '90s, right? Uh, well, so does. So they might have been um, using clip, you know, like a, what do you call it, like fan art, yeah, fan or art. novel. Well, you know, and then then you got fan fiction too. I'm sure they were writing all kinds of like crazy, sexy times oh, stuff yeah. with Snape. You know, oh, so. I bet people cosplayed as Snape before the films too. That surely they had to. They well, had the pictures to. I've saw yeah. were all of the the movie Snape of God, may rest in peace. Yeah, and so so basically these women have all these, and so they just they're these women who've decided that they need to step into the role of wife for Snape that, that they can like feel he needed a good woman to sort the, his shit out the, to fill that void that Lily left behind. So. Yeah, you're not going to compete with that Patronus, <laughs> ladies. Uh, I'm a mama's boy, and I can tell you right now. My mom is my Patronus. She's horrible. She's the worst. Uh, my mom is my Patronus. I, Lily Potter, uh, formerly Lily, whatever the fuck her name was, that's, he's, that, that's what, his Patronus was, was basically her thing. I mean, he's in love with Lily. Yeah. You're never getting into that. It's, it's, it's yeah, not, it's but, not no, and it's No, and, and it's a dead person. There's no oh, way God, you can that. ever make yourself as good or better than the memory of that dead person. There's no way. That's why people still like Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's probably why people like a lot of different people. God, I hope I get assassinated. It'd be great. But if like, somebody else kills you, isn't that technically an assassination? Yes. I, well. So you basically want to be murdered. I got, I'll have to have no money on me because if they take like so much as a nickel off of me, then it'll, they'll just call it a mugging to keep me suppressed. Because the man does not want you to know about me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's why April is such a radio free spirit. Uh, I just interview all the weird. She's bringing me the voice that uh, that uh, that uh, pharmaceutical uh, psychiatry couldn't even suppress, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, and you know what? And speaking of your mother, <laughs> I got a message from your mom. Did she really? Yes, I really did, oh, and I've goodness. been asked to ask you. Oh my Christ! About. Is this why I've gone to the second interview? This is all because my mom reached out and said, you're going to bother my son with this. It's probably part of it. but It's going to be horrible, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it was it's just you and me talking about you know Harry Potter last time, and then I came up with the Snape Wives, which was just but, an and, excuse and, to talk to you, because this is going to go so... And my mommy, as once again reminded, my mommy took me to the Wizarding World of Harry mm-hmm. Potter. And you and you said you enjoyed it, and I'm, and I'm going in uh, December. Oh, you'll have a blast. Um, I've already been... Uh, I mean, do the butterbeer, but you know, since you do a homemade butterbeer, yeah. it's going to blow it out of the water. You know what? I should do one of the... Um, one night uh, when we're having um, open mic here at the hot box. Bring like a thermos? Bring like a thermos of it, yeah. Share it with everybody. Like I'll idea. do that. I like that I'll make that. Actually, it'll be a crock pot. I'll just, because mm-hmm. ma- I make it all day in a crock pot. Oh, dope. All right, so what is my, what is this horrible thing that my mother is going to... Your mom wanted me to ask you about the time you met... Um, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor in Hawaii. That's because my mom wants to hear me say things that are going to get me in trouble on the radio. Oh, no. Uh, okay, so here's Did the... you say the N-word? <laughs> you did. So let me give you a little backstory. Okay. Uh, oh. So, and this is actually an interesting, because I've actually talked about this on stage before. Um, and I think that if you if you listen to the content and the intent, because I, I actually, in my daily life, do not like to use racially-based pejoratives, unless they're for Jews. Um, because I'm one, and you know, like racial exemption, punching rule. outward, instead punching of... inward, yeah, punching. You know, plus also we are super annoying, so I get a lot of the problems. Um, but anyway, that's so... why I pick on Southerners. I can get away with it. <laughs> God damn it, Goldie! Oh, everybody uh, can. So. My mom is just so terrible. So uh, this is the thing. So uh, when I was a kid, my mother, God bless her, introduced me to great comedy. I can cut this, you know. No, no, no. It'll okay, be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Because uh, I can. I mean, you know, we'll see. Whatever. We'll, we'll just go where we go. 
So my mother, uh, uh, she raised me on great comedy. And I mean, when albums, album comedy was it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, there was no, we didn't have cable. Like, we were, we were poor ass poor. Uh, uh, I think eventually we got cable by, by like early 80s, maybe mid 80s. Um, but I had all these albums around the house. And the name of the comedian sometimes isn't as noticeable as other words that you see on an album cover. And Richard Pryor had what I consider one of his best albums up until probably Live on the Census Trip, which was 1982, I think. Um, and I'll get to that in a minute. So we went to Hawaii. My, my mom, although we didn't have money, my mom's dead. My mom's family, she just didn't, really wasn't keen on grabbing a, you know, like a, a living just completely. She wanted to summit to independence, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So although we were somewhat austere, we got a trip to Hawaii because my grandfather paid for a trip to Hawaii. And we were on the beach in Hawaii. I see and recognize, and I, and I don't know Rain Pryor, who was a couple of years older. I was seven. She was nine, I think, if my math is correct about this, because this was like 1979, I think, 1978. Um, and I see Richard Pryor, who I recognize from the many album covers that I have seen. Uh, Bicentennial, X, uh, Word, uh, Bicentennial, N-Word, this, that, that, the other. So I see Richard Pryor, but I, when, as I'm a kid. I'm seven years old. Oh, well, th- yeah. And what I say is, Mama, Mama, that nigger's crazy. Because that is the name of the album that I saw his, his face most clearly on. I mean, we can pull that up. I've uh, seen that album cover. That album, yeah, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. that cover. I think I've it's seen... a red cover. I think it's a red cover with his face bordered on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's a very red. So I just see him, and that's what I associate. Um, the problem is really that uh, I would love to make friends somehow in the most weird way with Rain Pryor possible, but I don't see opening a conversation with her that way. <laughs> At least not on that. You know what I mean? But you know what? I not think... if Mooney's in the room, because I'll get Oh, hit. yeah, and Mooney will come out. I'll die. I don't. I don't ever want to be in a room with Paul Mooney because just I. I just know that the two of us will just bounce off. Like, and I have no disrespect to Paul Mooney at all. I'm just afraid he'll be mean to me, and I'll be like, I don't well, want to be. I don't want Paul Mooney to be mean. This is why you got to watch. I will. I will send you a link to the episode of the Green Room. It's a. It's a show that they filmed for a few years, and they're bringing it back at the Montreal, uh, just for laughs, JFL in Montreal. And uh, it's hosted by Paul Provenza, who's a very established, a very accomplished uh, comedian and mm-hmm. knows pe- That's the thing about this kind of show. You want to know everybody, right? Right. And get them to relax around you and create an atmosphere. And so it's a green room, but it's all comics in there who are visiting the thing, and they want to watch this recorded green room. So there's, the, the commentary gets pretty ribald on there. And um, I can't even remember who we were just talking. Who were we just talking about? Paul Provenza? No, before that. You know, Brian Pryor? Pryor? Yes. So, oh, Paul Mooney. So Paul Mooney uh, tells a story about uh, Rain Pryor when she was a baby, and it's a real downer. Oh. Because Paul Mooney will just, because he'll do, I do the same thing, where it's just like, I just need attention right now, so I'm going to just fuck up the mood of this room. Or he might have been smoking <laughs> the same strains I do sometimes. And there's one going around the called Talk About Suicide Kush that every once in a while I get into. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's the real name. I think that it should be called, though. Um, <laughs> because it makes yeah. everybody start talking about yeah. suicide. Exactly. There's Blueberry Binge and Purge. Uh, where I learned that I, I I can in fact eat two pounds of gummy bears. I can't retain two pounds of gummy bears, Ew. but I can get them down. For you a get while. it down for a minute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but he he says uh, so. Mooney says something, and it was like came off as like really kind of mean. And then Provenza just shut the fuck up, and he called him on it. And, and Mooney's like, "Yeah, you got me." He just he's, he's just a character, and he's just in it all the time. And it's he's what, funny. Though. Yeah, he's always brilliant. No, I, I I no, don't get me wrong. I like him. So if you had to marry a fictional character. Uh, who's your who? What, what what wife? What blank wife would you be? Well, the can All right. Well, if you're going to kill, if they're if they are existing in, married in canon, then you have to you have to kill. Oh, you have to kill their partner. Oh, 
And you're mm-hmm. able to. We'll just say, like, I don't know if it's Mrs. Thor. You could kill her for some reason. I don't know if I would. But you have to choose to eliminate that person. I, oh, I don't know if I could do it. It kind of limits you to single people, right? Yeah, it would, because my first, my very first initial reaction is Adam's family. I'd marry Gomez Adams. In a heartbeat. You could never. I don't think. I think she. I couldn't make her killable. She's not. You can't Mortisha kill Morticia Adams. Adams, Adams yeah, no. Morticia Adams will fuck your shit up. Oh, she's immortal. Yeah. She, that's what I'm saying. She she just looks at you and she'll fuck your mm-hmm. shit up. So yeah, no. Do you think Leah Remini asked herself that question like when, recently because she just got cast in the role of she's replacing Kevin James's wife that they just killed off off screen between seasons because they wanted to bring Leah Remini to create another situation where Leah Remini is Kevin James's wife on a TV show. I did not know that. He's on some show. It's called Kevin Can Wait, which I don't watch. Nothing against, so it, nothing against Kevin James. His... He's got some great shit. I, I, I've enjoyed a lot of his stuff. I just don't watch a lot of sitcoms. Huh. And he's got a it? wife on the show and a daughter. Yeah. And they're going to, they're off in her. They t- t- got rid of her off screen and Leah Remini signed the contract and she's just coming in as his wife now. How weird. How fucked up is that? That's real. That's, that's a forced, you know, fresh prince. Now, if, you, if you'd said the wife was like, I want more money, and they were like, fuck you, bitch, and she was yeah. gone, you know, that's different. But. Well, if the show was tanking, and they're like, look, we're all going to get fired, or you're going to go, and they're going to try it one more season with Leah Remini. I mean, that's the reality of the situation. But it's always a bummer when you're the person who just got killed off screen to get replaced by... Remedy's by the, old, e- the show too. old ex-wife? Yeah, well, isn't she like... It's not even like the same universe. They're just yeah. bringing back the King of Queens wife. Right, but isn't she like blackballed in Hollywood because of all the Scientology bullshit? No, they're not anywhere near as powerful as people portray them to be. They have some very specific, powerful... And doesn't their power lie in property? Well, apparently that's what their money is. That's what they say. I've never been a Scientologist. They literally do not talk to me. No, I go to the mall and they don't them. ask me to do the thing. Really? The people that hand out do you the like, things. Ha- do you hover around their little thing? I'm fascinated by it. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Well, here's the thing. I don't think it works for like 25,000% of, of the people who do it. But I think for <laughs> like fucking Tom Cruise is crushing. And then suddenly you're jumping on Oprah's couch and you're screaming about it. Well, he goes home and jumps on 5,000 mink couches. I mean, he doesn't even have to live with his family. It's great. He's got like the perfect life. Tom Cruise, look at his abs. He's 50-something years old. He's not. You know what? I saw the the preview for the next movie he's got coming out, and he's not looking. I think he's going to have to start character acting. You know what I mean? Well, problem is he's he's, he's a little guy, so he's, he's screwed up. He's a little guy. He's like five three, he's like five three or five four. Uh, so we used to call one of our ferrets that the, the little, little guy. guy. Was he runty or something? Yeah, he was, and he was retarded. Oh, he was, man. He was a little guy. Have you seen those Munchkin cats? Yes, and those are really sad. So why is it okay for us to think those are cute? For I can't go awe when little people walk by. <laughs> you can. You know what? I had not without a cup on. Do you, do you know that we went to the Roloff Farms uh, this past weekend yeah. for the whole festival? You know, Halloween festivals and stuff that's going on, and we got oh, like a pumpkin patchy kind of. Yeah, video. and and it didn't occur to me at the time how odd it was, but it has now. And I've been debating on whether I should say something, and I'm now about to put this out into the world. Right on. Um, Promote the world you want to exist in. Right. The uh, the matriarch of the family, and see, I don't watch. Sh- this show, so I don't know her name, so I apologize, but it's Mrs. Roloff, I guess. Um, just as we were getting on the tractor for the little tour of the property, she steps out and she goes, hey, you guys are in luck. I'm going to do your tour. Oh, is it the little people family? Yeah, yeah. And everybody's like lost their mind and they're like, oh, yeah, Mrs. Roloff. Yeah. So, and she was really nice. And then 
on her property, they have a little area that they built for their kids mm-hmm. ages ago, and it's a little western town. It's really fucking neat, and it's like... These- when you say little western town, do you mean it's a small western village, or do you mean it is a western town that is scaled towards people who are three feet tall? It's a small western village. Okay. Because of the under context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I would, she why has, wouldn't you, right? Well, she has one son who is quote unquote normal size, and she has one son who's a right. little person. So I think, I think actually her son who's a little person actually just kind of kept up. Isn't that interesting? You said normal sized, and um, I know that's not the correct terminology, but, the thing, but though, I don't know what to but say. But I've been around people who are of my who who are of various types of minority status or disabled uh, or para able, differently able, differently bodied, mm-hmm. who. And I was thinking about this, like, what if the only person of X group that you knew for some reason was just happened to be a member of that group who really didn't like the group that they were a member of and they used the worst terminology, but they didn't, but you had no reason to think because there was no other person, like there was no other little person in your life. You knew one little person, you know, you didn't have access to find out and that little person just said really fucked up words about little people. And you just like, oh, I hey. would wonder kind of what kind of shit he, that person grew up but with. But if you had no basis to know that yeah. those were the wrong words to use, like you were just thinking yeah. those were the words, you know? Oh, so somebody can't, okay, well, then, then. Like your grandparents don't tell you they're being racist when they're saying racist shit around you. When no, you that's, what I was, that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. When my parents divorced when I was eight, so I spent the first eight years of my life living on a pig farm in the middle of rural Georgia going to a school that I had never, I mean, I had seen black people on television, but I had never seen black people in real life. I mean, other than like kind of at a distance in the grocery store and stuff. I just don't remember meeting black people up until right. like the third grade. And then finally in the third grade, my parents divorced. I was, my mom moved to the city because we lived with my grandparents and, and I was suddenly thrown into um, a very diverse group of people. And there was a woman that lived across the street and she had a teenage son and daughter who were a little bit older than me, but not much. And I, uh, I whipped out the old. Uh, oh, you dropped the Richard Pryor bombs. I sure did, and um, and they don't have any. I assume they didn't have any records. <laughs> no, no. So there was no way they were taking that well. Mm-mm, no, yeah. and they just did not. Uh, yeah, they didn't take that well from a little cute little oh, blonde no. girl either. And um, I didn't know it was wrong. I, I got the shit beat out of me, rightly so. I learned my lesson, um, but. At the time, and my mom and I had talked about it for years after, I was like, you know who needed to be beat that night? Daddy needed to be beat that night because Daddy used it so casually that I didn't know that I couldn't use it. So, yeah, that that can happen. (laughs) Maybe what they were hoping was that they would beat a shittier nursing home into you. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But uh, Richard, by the way, Richard Pryor uh, was not a jerk p- about that thing. Like, and I guess I made sandcastles with his, with rain. I can't imagine. I, I mean, that's the name of his album. I can't imagine yeah. that he would. If you looked at him and just said the title of the album, I can't imagine he was. He was mm, you know, but he's a person though too. We don't behave consistently as humans. Yeah, do. that's true. But you were little. If you were an adult, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if you, you were an adult, that might have been a different. Maybe he thought, "I'm going to kill this." Oh wait, it's a kid. Uh, yeah. Or maybe he thought, "I'm going to look for this kid's dad. I'm going to kill." kid's dad you know that sort of thing he could have been sitting there the whole time because he also my mom said she thought that he talked to her and i'm thinking like could have been two things one mom's jewish woman Mm -hmm. he has a predilection uh jewish white woman he's he's he has a history uh but he too he also could have just been trying to distract her and hoping i'd go into the water (laughs) the whole fucking time it could have been this lesson for it you know so what you're saying is there's a possibility that richard Pryor tried to low-key let you drown at well what i'm saying is he might have just tried to allow my karmic path to introduce (laughs) itself to me it's a good possibility i I know animosity for it um because he has definitely paid it further is there somebody trying to get in here uh yes there is is it? it is 10 till 7 let me. You want me to open the door? Right, I'll take care of it. Do you okay. want to pause it for a second? Yeah, hang on. All right. 
Actually, um, if you want to talk about moving in with somebody, why don't you move in with us? Because I have a hot tub. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, because I'm. I, I, they'll be too similar to bathing, and I don't do that. No. Oh, well. I went two months last time. Puente. That's beautiful. <laughs> so um, let's see. So this this bless your heart was supposed to be about snake <laughs> wives, but basically, I just think it's fucked up. So whatever. I think it's hilarious. So who would this? Seriously, who would you marry? What fictional? We've established you don't want to kill anybody. Okay. Unless they're, unless maybe she's a real bee. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe who's like you, so you pick a guy that's single or somebody who's married to a real bee or somebody who's close to dying. You're gonna. Like I guess if I were to pick a, 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 a true fictional character who who I couldn't, I guess really yeah. it would be um, one of the Weasley twins. Actually. The, well, do you want to be a widow? I mean, the question there is, do you want to be a widow or not? That's that's sort of established. Well, no, I don't want to be a tw- I don't want to be a widow, but I can't remember which one does. Oh, uh, me neither. Who gives a shit? They're twins, right? They're yeah, the same person. It's just the same person. They even have the same dick, so who cares? I would be um, I would be a Connor uh, a Connor wife. Oh, and I would kill Roseanne. Okay. Roseanne Connor would fucking die. Okay. I'd marry Dan Connor uh, because I'm I'm on a real kick about the, the whole Dan Connor archetype right now. I live in Portland in a town where you have a lot of people with beards. And flannel plaid who couldn't find an oil filter to save their fucking lives on a car. Uh, I think if you dress like a Dan Connor. You, you, should, you should know how to Yeah, you car. should know how to make a pancake. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You should know how to make a good pancake, uh, gut a fish, you know, give in a pro, like, know a dirty joke or two, and give a good dad hug. That's like the, these dad impersonators, because I don't turn to cops when I'm scared. I turn to like a dad archetype. Okay, okay. So I think it's, you know, it's upsetting. Hmm. So I'd be a Connor wife. You'd be a Connor wife. Okay. Yeah, I would be Roseanne. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I did. Like I said, I would have gone like just straight off the cuff. If spouses didn't matter, I'd marry Gomez Adams. I mean, he'd just be. You know, Leo Mortician might be down for being a little groupy group. Of I don't think so. No. I think she. I think she's progressive. I think she's jealous. Oh, she's, I think she's jealous of certain things. Yeah. But I bet if you got in with her, like okay. if you got like a Bill Paxton situ- situation, like a sister wife thing going on. Okay. I'm just saying, you because you're goth, you could goth it up. Uh, well, I have, yeah. I mean, you know, if you just you know, if, if you treat her right, maybe. Mm, that's a good point. The only problem is, is I don't like eating pussy. She might strap it up though. Mm, okay. Jesus Christ! This podcast we, we this is not a sexy podcast. So now is it we're talking. Now we're talking about getting reamed by Patricia Adams with a strap on. Okay. Neat. Oh, sweet. Petite. Airtight. That's so gross. Um, I don't, once again, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have sex. <laughs> I do not do the do. That's why you talk about it. I just talk about it. Um, no, we were going to talk. Oh, we were talking about groupie names. Oh, right. So, so the other day, I saw a meme on uh, online that said your dwarf name is the first three letters of your first name and the first three letters of the month you're born in. So my first name is April, and I was born in April. So my name is A P R A P R, and it basically works out to like Amper Amper. Uh, yeah, or ape raper. Ape so, raper. So, Anal bum cover. <laughs> Anal bum cover. The rapist. <laughs> so I've decided, like, it, my fans are going to be just the ape rapes. So. Ape rapes. I am a yeah. uh, Krog. That's, that's the dwarf name? Is the uh, first yeah. three letters of your first name mm-hmm. and the first three letters of your birth date. Right. Krog. Krog. Yeah. Oct. Og over. Og. August. Og. 
That's a pretty good. That's actually a pretty good dwarf name. I mean, we don't know. That could be racist as fucking dwarf, dude. We don't know. I don't know. I do think they're sexy as hell, though. And then that's the other thing we were talking about. See, I see. I can bring it all back around. Sexy dwarfs. Sexy dwarfs. No dwarfs. Um, It's not just saying that because Nick Puente's in the room right now. No, just talking about sexy dwarfs. No little people. So, (laughs) so while we're at this thing and she's doing the uh, she's doing the tour, they stop at this little like western town and we get out and right. it's, yeah and it's got like a little hospital and a little school and it's got a barber and it's got a, a grocer and it's really cute yeah. and um she talks about her daughter having sleepovers and stuff out there and then um she's walking by and i go i like your uh, jester costume and she goes thanks and then she just walked on and got on the thing and i sat there for a minute and i was like is a little person really walking around in a jester costume? Maybe she wasn't. Maybe she just thought it was you know, like you were, it was some other costume, but you would just put jester. Maybe on Maybe that's it. why she just went thanks because I was like, "Hey, nice jester costume," and she's like, yeah, "Fuck you, asshole." Yeah, you know, right? maybe she. Th- <gasps> I didn't think about that. Well, I'll always figure out a way to make you feel bad. <gasps> Maybe I did. Well, you know what? Good, good job. Now my anxiety is going to keep me up for I'm, the next. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the opposite of chicken soup. Tonight I'm going to be texting you yeah, <laughs> at like you three should. in the morning. I'm going to be like, Christopher, you well, fucking asshole. If I if I respond, then you know that the crazy woman that I've had to pull a, that I've had to show I carry a hammer didn't come and fucking kill me because I literally live with behind a glass door. And these people like it's like you know how brave it is for me to confront anybody when I live on a ground floor behind a sliding glass door. <laughs> That, yeah, and people, like, come, yeah, you said she brandished a skateboard at you? No, yeah, that was hilarious. The cop, oh, the cop was such an asshole, too. There's, there's, they play, here's what it is. The cops don't want to do anything because she's, she's crazier than me. And the cops are like, well, she's more, dealing with her is more of a pain in the ass if we can just, than if we can just convince you to never call the cops again. Right. So, but I'm like, fuck that. I start writing down names and boom, all of a sudden they got real professional. <laughs> um, cops are just, look, cops are just like people who work at McBurger, McBurger. McBurger King? They're just lazy shits just like you and me, mm-hmm. but with way better unions. Well, think about what you could get away with it if you had the police yeah, but union. think about how much crazy they got to deal with. I mean, if they could just. Have you worked at a 7-Eleven? Yeah. Yeah, I've worked at a convenience store. Yeah, to deal I know. With. I've worked at a porn <laughs> store. I know. Yeah, but at least those people have an agenda and something will calm them down eventually. Look at that. Look at Skeet, 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 motherfucker. Uh, just the ones that come in and ask for incest porn. Yeah. This, oh. this only, like, this sh- I, You know what? <laughs> I read a book. The saddest thing is actually, it's even, even, all right, the saddest thing is when it really happens. Sadder, uh, not sadder than that, but slightly less sad and much more common is the type of what's going on in a person's brain that leads them to want to watch any form of incest porn is a type of crippling loneliness and fear of abandonment. That it's is just very so gross. weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird paraphilia. It's, it's a weird, well, that's being a little people. You ever think about there's little people out there who have like a, um, a glandular condition, which not only suppresses their, their growth, but also their appearance to age. Like Andy Milanakis is an example. He looks preternaturally young. He's actually, I think in his thirties, Okay. but he looks like he's a, a chubby 16 year old. He has a high pitched voice, right? If you know that and you own a mirror and you know what you look like and somebody is, pursues you in a, for a sexual relationship, don't you always have it in the back of your head that, like, yes, while I'm enjoying this person who wants to drill me up. <laughs> what are, what are their motivations? <laughs> they at least, if not pursuing me because I look like I'm 16, they're at least the type of person who's capable of fucking somebody that looks like they're 16. Now, do you listen to other podcasts? Nothing but yours. I never, uh, ever oh, listened well, to any. You. In fact, I didn't know what thank podcasting you. was until you asked me oh to be God. on your podcast. I'm no, so flattered. I, I, am, I, I'm, I will say proudly uh, that I enjoy people who are all about learning. And although I do not even agree with 
I don't agree with a lot of things that say. I do generally enjoy the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. I like your mom's house. I love your mom's They're house. They're horrible people and I love them. Um, I feel that's me in a relationship. is basically just a never-ending game of grosser than gross and would well, you see, rather and well, stuff see, like that's, that. Th- that's why my, my marriage has lasted as long as it has and will continue to last because Damon and I are exactly mm-hmm. like Tom and Christine. And if you ever went on one of those game shows and they asked the really good questions, you would have the answer to, mm-hmm. who would your wife rather have sex with, Benito Mussolini or Elmer Fudd? And you, you've had that discussion already. <laughs> And he would know Elmer yeah. Fudd. Exactly. Of course. Well, of course. Well, yeah. Mussolini. Plus, you got to learn Italian, teach Who's him Italian. He probably looks bad at head. <laughs> you just get, just get on and go, excuse They do have the same forehead, though. Both excuse of them. Elmer Fudd and Benito Mussolini have the same forehead. Am I in the way? Excuse <laughs> Excuse Excuse Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess that's the end of this uh, this fantastic uh, Bless Your Heart. <laughs> this was fun, actually. I, I had a really good time. You have at least one listener in South Florida. And what's her name? Well, so her name is Judith. Okay. She uh, intermittently goes by Goldie because she really just wanted to be a Jewish stereotype so bad she became a Tracy Ullman character. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like um, I, I have known one Southern woman in my life who her name was Pussy. Oh, dear God. Yeah, and it was a, she, it was a middle-aged woman. She, I would just call me pussy. But you know, that's like a fancy people. That's like Hamptons-y people do that mm-hmm. weird one, too, right? Yeah, where they... Like, I just I just want to be like... I, I just I want to take on the name Cunty McShitballs. It doesn't belong to me. If you don't know the story behind Cunty I've McShitballs... I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Is that a Diaz? No, that is uh, Louis C.K. Okay. So Louis C.K. at one point said that he wants to win like one of those huge billion-dollar... Um, lotteries right. and he said he's made enough money in his life that he doesn't need that money so what he would do is he would change his name to Cunty McShitballs and then cash in the money in the lottery <laughs> ticket get all this money under the name Cunty McShitballs and then donate it to like a children's charity they have charity. to fucking read it off so then they have to get on the news and be like thank you Cunty McShitballs oh, and I've God I've been talking about Cunty McShitballs for 12 or more years so that's that. old and yeah and i uh, my friends call me that so <laughs> but the uh, weird thing is they called you that before they ever heard of before they ever heard of louis ck sorry it's my my stuff's in the way over there i'm sorry we got so much going on here at the yeah. hot box uh 3607 southwest what corbett avenue you can check us on? out anytime tonight uh, for example <laughs> the first uh thursday of the month we're having vhs vengeance hope i've hosted by uh, films against humanity where we kind of uh, MST something K. I don't want to tread on anybody's feet. Gonna make fun of uh, movies where people tried hard. And Mike Garcia's got the fucking beans, the end all beans here now. You know, I, sh- I want to actually just before we get out of here, because mm-hmm. you know, so it I takes about ten minutes. Yeah, we can sit here and talk forever. Well, like we always do. There's no such thing as an Irish goodbye. Most comics just hang out on the sidewalk forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Saudi Arabia last month uh, legalized women drivers. Uh, yeah, I heard about this. Good job. Uh, I think that's really fucking cool. I do think though that the fact that just last week, they also made a robot a citizen of Saudi Arabia. Says that to Saudi Arabian people, that shit's just comparable. They're like, women drivers? I mean, if we're going to do that, let's just make robots people. Uh, that seems <laughs> just go ahead and give them like right. Somebody, like, maybe somebody's just doing nitrous <laughs> inside of like, whoa, women drivers and fucking robots. And it's a female robot, too. Right. Which, Are you kidding no. me? No. It's a female, not not a joke. It's a female. It's one of those Japanese uh, elder caregiver robots, because apparently you can't trust the uh, Indonesian people that you smuggle, uh, that you that you import, take the passports away from, and beat to death to take care of your grandparents really well. Well, if you beat them to death, they won't. 
Well, they don't you'd work. think, but I mean, they build great soccer stadiums. Jesus. We're all fucked up all over the world, aren't bless we? Bless your heart. Yeah, bless your heart. Yeah, I didn't even get to say that. You know, I don't even know why I'm calling this bless your heart anymore. Uh, you got to stick to something. Yeah, it, you know what? And that's fine because I, I'm, I, it's, it's really funny. I, I kind of touch on the whole Southern thing and I actually like, I'm, I guess, quote unquote, profiting off of it. I'm not making any money, but, you know, I guess I'm using it for my benefit. You know, we could get like, I think, uh, Haney Brothers, which was a, a people that ship Southern foods. All across the country, because mm-hmm. I've talked about uh, I could talk about peach leather. They got some of that. I got they got cane syrup. We could get them to sponsor. And anytime you have me on, we get Haney Brothers to send us a case of fucking beans <laughs> or a case of boiled peanuts and some peach leather and some some some. Oh, damn sure, get some some uh, cane syrup. Oh God! Oh my God! Yeah, you're just you're just wanting to kill me at this point. I I'm a Jewish Southerner. I'm just trying to get free fucking food. <laughs> Well, and I guess that's why we're needing to wrap up because they're bringing in food for tonight for the for the VHS fiasco you have going on here. V- v- VHS Vengeance, sponsored, yes. uh, hosted by Films Against Humanity. Uh, Nick Puente, Aaron Wagner, and tonight Michael Garcia is blowing up in this town, you blowing know, my bo- my ass up with those fucking beans again. You know, and people can find uh, the Hot Boxes page on Facebook if you're interested in what's going on here from Absolutely. time to time. Just find just. Type in the hot box, you'll find it. Yeah, there's two different ones. Uh, the Hotbox Comedy Network is is basically the one that's a little bit more active. It's Facebook. We don't. There's no money. People don't expect us to act professional. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When there's money, I'll act yeah. professional. This just keeps me from being a complete shut in. You know. What? Do, oh, just getting to a the hot cop, box. Just stand up. I mean, it's one other room that I go in other than my one room. Oh, speaking of stand up, I did uh, stand up for the first time in like three months here. Yeah, absolutely. Like last week, it went really well. It went very I was, well. I was very, I was very happy. I was very surprised. Very well. So I'm gonna kill that. Uh... Did your husband listen to that material? Because yes. I think the secret that you're keeping with your dentist isn't gonna go over as well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Every, I write these jokes, and and I, and I'm actually like, I'm like, I might not want to say that, and he's like, No, say it. I don't I, give a shit. My mother care. wants me to say horrible things about her. Like as bad as I say she is, it's, and she's so bad, you guys. I know I, he he doesn't care. That, well, that's what I think. That's what makes it tight between us. Yeah, he doesn't care. Like yeah. he know we know what's right between us, yeah. and that's all that matters. So, <laughs> all right, you've been listening to Bless Your Heart. I'm April Gallaty here with Christopher Boatwright. Give all your information. Uh, let me see. You can find me on Facebook as my name, Christopher. The traditional spelling: Boatwright, B-O-A-T-R-I-G-H-T. Uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube and Twitter. As uh, L O G R U S Z as in Zulu Echo Delta Z E D Logris Z, uh, also known as the Open Mic Vampire, which I did steal from Open Mic Eagle. You get points for even getting that reference, you hip hoppers, you. <laughs> I love you all, uh, even though you disappoint me on a daily basis. And you disappoint me, so <laughs> have a good night. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. You gonna meow? Meow.